terms of the investment, this is our largest investment to date seed round. And so we we're completely honored to have them come in at the million dollars they did, being the first cannabis type of investment. Just gives a lot of backing. You know, we've been able to push a lot more sales deals across the line because we have professional backers. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today in Raising Cannabis Capital, we are celebrating another alumni successful capital raise. Chris Violas, founder and CEO of Blaze, which is a cannabis software company, is here to tell us his Raising Cannabis Capital story. Chris, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Dan. Excited to be here and excited to be called an alumni. So (laughs) thanks for all the support so far and excited to be back. Oh, it's really great news. It's really great news. Many of our listeners will remember the show we did with Chris back in 2018, where he talked about Blaze and their growth plan. And on today's show, we're going to pick up where we left off that show. So if you want to know more about Blaze, you can go back and listen to Raising Cannabis Capital, episode 33. So Chris, first off, congratulations. This is super cool news. I think to refresh everyone's memory, what did you need the money for and how much did you set out to raise? Yeah, happy to pick up where we left off. Uh, originally, you know, back towards the end of 2018, we were, you know, we were growing pretty quickly and we needed capital, mostly for resources. Uh, these are, you know, customer success teams, right? Engineering teams, designers, mm-hmm. sales folks. Not many people know this, but Dan, I was actually the only sales guy up until about two months ago. No so way. I was doing, you know, every single demo. I was closing these deals. I was getting them across the line and then handing off to our team. So, you know, a lot of that raise was allocated for just resource growth really internally. You know, when we spoke back in 2018, we were looking for partners and we were in contact with quite a few, especially after, you know, the episode we did with you for the first time. And really it came down to a pretty clear distinction on, you know, which path we're going to go. Are we Mm -hmm. going to go down this angel path where we've got, you know, relatively inexperienced investors, right? People that are well off that have done well for themselves, right? Or are we going to go down this path of more uh, institutional type of investors? And so that's where back when we first spoke, that's where we were at. We're at that kind of crux of where do we want to go? Sure. Who is the right partner? What does the right partner look like in the future? It's a big decision when you're in the seed stage round. I mean, do you want somebody that's going to be sitting right with you to help you through it? Or do you want, do you just want the money? That was a big part of the decision. For those that don't know, for the first two years of the business, we were completely self-funded. And so, you know, we were the ones calling the shots. At least I knew, you know, where these funds are going, how we were getting them, what the burn rate was, you know, I determined what we were doing when we were doing it. And then as we started to get it towards 2018, we realized that just due to our main focus being California, metric hitting California in terms of a compliance and a regulated body hitting California operators, we knew we had to kind of get the momentum going and really move it fast. And so that's when we kind of decided to kind of pivot away from the angel investors and really, really focus on kind of the institutionals because they could help us raise that second, third round and do it in a very swift manner. So that's ultimately, you know, where we are at. And I think through the end of 2018 into early 2019, a lot of back and forth, obviously, kind of finding angels, vetting them, finding institutionals, vetting them, talking about our growth strategy, talking about even investments they've made in the past. And I think one thing that was super enlightening for us was saying, hey, can we check on some of these investments? Can we you know, can you provide a list of references and talk about 
some of the value that you added to the organization, you know, after the funds were injected. And these were just critical steps that we took, I think, really helped set us up for our successful seed raise. I think it's important that people realize that it's a two-way street. It's not just, oh my gosh, thank you, thank you. Anybody that wants to put money in, you'll take. The best way to do it is to make sure that it's somebody that fits because this is a long-term relationship. And it sounds to me like you did a lot of vetting on their end. It just didn't take the first one. I know you're excited about who you ultimately selected. Yeah, absolutely. So very excited about who we ultimately got across the finish line with. And that was Act One Ventures. Uh, They're based in LA, primarily focused on seed investments and really targeting kind of the B2B space for software. And so they've done a lot of fintech investments. You know, they haven't done any cannabis investments, which was pretty interesting in that they got in touch with us so quickly. You know, I was actually speaking with a VC, just kind of, you know, getting to know the LA community a bit. And that VC was through Sound Ventures, right, which is Ashton Kutcher's fund. He said, hey, this is not really what we're looking for right now. And passed the deck on to Michael at Act One Ventures. And Michael is one of the main partners. Within, I would say, 24 hours, they were up in San Francisco and we were having meetings. No and way. I think that started on Tuesday. By Thursday, we had an offer on the table. And so it was very quick. We got to meet with some of their startups. And just felt very comfortable, felt like they understood the pace, uh, understood the business we were in and, you know, where we needed to get to. It sounds like a great match. And so far, so good. Everything's going well. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe tell us how the investment has improved your company. In terms of the investment, this is our largest investment today, C-Round. And so Hmm. we're completely honored to have them come in at the million dollars they did, being the first cannabis type of investment. Just gives a lot of backing. You know, we've been able to push a lot more sales deals across the lines. We have professional backers. In terms of the team, it really lifted everyone up. I took a lot of pressure off a lot of folks, although it comes with its its pressure. It yeah. wasn't necessarily, hey, what are we going to do in two months, right? It's, hey, okay, now we've got a long-term partner. Let's really be strategic about the moves that we're going to be making. Yeah, that's cool. That's super cool. So tell us about some of the moves that you've made. Yeah, uh, we've been doing a lot. I think back in 2018, I mentioned we were going to be doing cultivation software. Yep. We actually ended up acquiring a software company. Oh, no way. Uh, That's cool. April. Who was that? Yeah, that was that was very interesting. Yeah, it was a company that was just about to go into beta with their product. And you know, I saw it and I've known the team for quite some time just through some mutual connections. And the company was called Flow Manage. Again, they didn't quite get to market in California. We kind of snagged them up ahead of time. But... Uh, <laughs> Great team, extremely experienced team in the cultivation space, in particular on large scale cultivations in California. So yeah, that well, was a fun acquisition. That's really that neat. Before. That's really neat. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say the next thing I would love to bring up is kind of a historic moment that our team had this weekend over in San Francisco. This was Outside Lands. There's a big music festival that happens in Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. There's okay. about 220,000 people that go there over the weekend, right? And they're major headliners. This is one of the major music festivals on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. This year, um, within Outside Lands, they deployed a new installation called Grasslands. And oh. essentially, this was the first large-scale both selling and consumption event for cannabis within a music festival um, ever. So that was pretty excited. Blaze was actually selected as the software of choice to run the entire supply chain for that event. When I say that, we're talking the distribution software to basically bring in all the product into the park. I think we brought some like 70,000 physical units into the park, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, cannabis. that's crazy. It was crazy. And not just that, we then had about 50 registers 
in the middle of Golden Gate Park selling cannabis throughout the weekend. So and it was all it managed was, by Blaze. All managed by Blaze. You know, we obviously had a production team and a, and a dispensary license and a distributor license, but the software itself, right, the actual infrastructure was Blaze. So it was great. You know, we have really great partners. We all kind of pulled together. We made it happen, and we made history ultimately. So that went is... very, very smooth and. This event space is something that kind of popped up for us that uh, we're seriously assessing right now. Wow. I mean, think about that. If this is, becomes a thing, somebody's going to have to manage that side of it. That's, again, another huge opportunity. I saw all the photos on Instagram and a bunch of stuff that I follow you guys on, and I, and I was like, I wonder what this is all about. Oh, my gosh. That is, <laughs> that is really cool. Let's jump forward. What's next? Think you'll be doing another raise? Will there be an opportunity for people to invest in Blaze in the future? Yeah, I mean, at this point, we are having those discussions internally. I, I would say it's very likely that we will be doing a, a raise towards the end of the year, just given our momentum, given kind of the market show that we're starting to see and the other markets we want to penetrate. It's a very, very strong possibility in the future. So, okay. Dan, I'll definitely keep you up to date as those things come along. And yeah, we'll have you back on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Come a third time. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been speaking with Chris Violas, founder and CEO of Blaze. And I'll have all of his information on the MJ Bulls website. But if you haven't listened to his previous show, I encourage you to go back and listen to Racing Cannabis Capital. Episode 33. Chris, this is really cool stuff. Congratulations again. And uh, I look forward to having you back on the show when you do your next race. Awesome. Well, thanks, Dan. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has kind of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects Network.